0: The Rock Metal Podcast, episode 635, with Rich Kid Express.
1: Rich Kid Express! I didn't know, I didn't care, I never needed you, till I turned you on. I did miss, with a great big kiss, you played my favorite song. No! It's just a matter of
0: a person. Rock Metal Nation, what is up? This is John from The Rock Metal Podcast. That sample we just heard was a bubblegum radio by Rich Kid Express. So I've got on the show with me right now. I've got a new EP called Bubblegum Radio, which released via Squib Kick Records in February. And right now I'm being joined by Rob to share some stories about the music and share more info about what Rich Kid Express has got going on. So Rob, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, John. I appreciate being here. Absolutely great to have you on. Let's see if we can bubblegum up this podcast and have some bubblegum radio on it. <laughs> Speaking of which, let's go listen back to that track, Bubblegum Radio.
1: Bubblegum Radio.
0: I come back from the track of Bubblegum Radio, which is the title track and the name of the EP. So I guess my first question, Rob, is I mean, aside from what is this track about, other than Bubblegum Radio, but um does it pertain to the EP? Like which came first, the track name or the EP name?
2: Uh actually the track came first. Uh the track was written about a year ago, and um I had kind of written it and it was sort of my tribute, my tribute or you know, uh growing up in the 70s and, and liking bubblegum radio in that early 70s glam rock scene, uh, I kind of wanted to write a song that was reminiscent to that same style, you know, a little bit maybe sort of T-Rex or The Sweet or something like that. And that was the kind of music that I've always liked when I was a kid. Reminds me of Saturday morning cartoons and stuff like that when I was little. And uh, so anyway, I kind of just sort of pieced the song together and wanted to make it fun and catchy and and kind of have that old glam rock sound to it. I'm curious,
0: lyrically, how did you approach the content of the song lyrically?
2: Um well, first of all, Kiss has been my favorite band ever since I was a little kid. And uh I knew at some in some way, form, or fashion I was gonna have to mention them in the song. And I also referenced the band The Sweet by their song Ballroom Blitz, but what I what I did was I just kind of thought about things like when I was a kid and when I was in school and when I was young and how the radio and the whole music scene actually back then you know was so totally different than what it is now and i always it seems like instead of liking newer music i find myself liking older music or finding music in the past that i hadn't discovered before i kind of go backwards in time and listen and i got to the point where i was gosh you know i i like the older stuff better than a lot of the newer stuff and and so that kind of led to the idea of writing bubblegum radio and kind of going backwards in time and and writing the lyrics and stuff to kind of remind me of when I was a kid and the things that I liked when I was a kid.
0: Yeah. I think this means that you're getting old, Rob. Yeah, probably so. And that's the unfortunate part. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. Now let's go to the next track. Just a dog. the track just a dog which i believe is a little bit of a heavier take off of the ep at least in comparison to Bubblegum radio um especially digging the the drum sound that you guys got on the record um and i'm
2: curious this track what is this track about who's the dog who's just a dog well that's the question is it a dog or is it really a guy is it a man you know you guys it's kind of like it's almost it's almost kind of twisted you can kind of look at it two different ways um it could be about a dog. It could be about a guy. So uh, you kind of have to figure that out for yourself. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of guys, uh, girls out there that think guys are dogs. So, you know, you, that's where I'm going with that. But, uh, you know, that kind of whole twist of this song was sort of my. Uh, it was a little Alice Cooper influence, kind of, and maybe a little Gene Simmons from Kiss. That was kind of the attitude I was trying to get with the song, um, and make it a little bit heavier. You know.
0: Yeah. The funny thing is, you mentioned the um, one of the notes that I actually had on the track was that I was picking up. And a kiss came to mind, and now kiss has come mm-hmm. up a couple of times, uh, right you know in and uh in the interview and um but I really couldn't quite pinpoint my finger on where I was getting some kind of kiss influence, and so I thought that was really cool that I'd kind of picked that up, and that it's one of your favorite bands,
2: yeah, yeah, it is has been like I said since I've been like eight years old, so <laughs> and my parents told me a long time ago they said, you know when you get older, you'll grow out of that, and I'm like, okay, but I didn't, so <laughs> I kind of they they still to this day kind of laugh about that. Yeah. Oh, parents. Yeah. Beautiful. All right. Now, <clears throat> for
0: Edition who dug the tracks, Bubblegum Radio and Just a Dog will be super excited to know that there is a full EP called Bubblegum Radio, which was released via Squibb Kick Records in February. Now, these two tracks we listened to today. My first question is, is this comprised of half of the EP, like two-fifths of the EP? How much of the EP have we listened to today?
2: Uh, two, well, there's five tracks total. And so we just took a listen to two of them. Cool.
0: Now, my next question then is, is this essentially what we should expect from the EP or what should we expect when we pick it up? Uh, as far as the, you mean the style of the music? Yeah. Style of the music, um, maybe even lyrical content, any themes that you wanted to address on the EP, maybe even, you know, when you sat down to put this EP together, what was the, um, cognitive comes to mind. What was the creative intent in, in creating the EP?
2: I'll be honest with you. Uh, I just want to. I'm just trying to create some stuff that, to me, is fun and catchy. And I'm kind of a shallow thinker. I mean, I'm not gonna have very. I'm not gonna have political songs, and I'm not gonna have these really in depth kind of crazy songs. It's it's just gonna be, you know, it's kind of a lot like ACDC. It's just got a good beat, good guitar riff or whatever, and you kind of run with it. And to me, I like to write the songs fairly quickly and not give them too much thought. Um, because I feel like you lose a little bit if you think too hard on stuff like that. Um, but you're going to get a mix of seventies, eighties. You're going to get, you know, some glam rock tunes. You're going to get some hard rock stuff. That's going to be moving forward. I'm going to kind of keep that combination where eh, the songs are all going to be somewhat related, but, uh, you know, it's going to be just a little bit, a little bit different, you know, um, that's kind of at least the idea behind Rich Kid Express. It was just really about writing some fun, creative stuff, and I want people to enjoy it, not to overthink it, not take it too seriously. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, I'm curious with regard to having the EP just released in February. My my first question then is,
2: how has it been received? Uh, very well, actually. I'll be honest with you. I'm quite surprised because uh, I'm just a, I'm uh, growing up. I've been in various bands, and I've always been just a drummer. And you know, everybody says a drummer can't do anything. You know, but sometimes you'll find guys like Phil Collins and other people that actually do do some really good things uh, <laughs> musically. <laughs> but anyway, uh, um, and so my part always in bands has been, you know, if it's a four-man band, you're the fourth guy, you're the drummer, you're the guy in the back. You don't do anything important. You just play <laughs> drums. So when I put this together, I said, I'm going to play every instrument. I'm going to write all the songs. I'm going to do everything. And, and then... Uh, Uh, And that's kind of how it is. And and really, I'm—I'm—I don't want to say I'm a terrible guitar player because I don't want people to hear that. But I'm really not a great guitar player. But I play enough to be able to put everything together and make it work for me and and the sound get the sound that I want. You know, I'm not going to be one of these shredding guitar lead guitar players or anything like that. I'm going to play what I can play and keep it in the context of the song. And uh, and that's kind of you know it's been fun. It's it's a lot of work. You know, it took me like four and a half months to put those five songs together, but uh, it, it's a lot of fun to try and do it that way. And and uh, you know, if I get mad at anybody, I can o- you know I can only punch myself in the face. I can't get mad at anybody else.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, it, all I can say is as long as you can make people feel something with the instruments that you're playing, then you're successful. And uh, yeah, you know, I hear some good music there. You know, Dave Grohl's not the best guitar player in the world, but he's gotten an awful lot of people to shake their tush. To oh uh, yeah, you know. oh yeah. So, perfect. And so, he's a good drummer. Very <laughs> flipping good drummer. Yeah. Um cool. All right, now, the next logical question that I'm on Rock Nation's mind is, how do we stay in touch with everything Rich Kid Express on the World Wide
2: web? Um well, the EP is available on any of the streaming pl- platforms. Uh you can get it on CD Baby, um Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, all that, Amazon. Uh you can find it anywhere you stream or download music. And then I do have um, we're typically a digital – I'm a digital-only company with Squibkick Records, and uh, with that being the case, we had some promotional CDs made up, and I do have some physical copies of the CD still available, and you can get those. There's a link on the website, on the Squibkick Records website, to uh, to find – you know, to go ahead and order one if you're interested in ordering a physical copy. But once they're out, I, I'll probably stick to digital at this point and not really put out any more. To me, to me anymore. Unfortunately, until a band gets a pretty good fan base or a draw, or where people really want the physical product, I think digital, unfortunately, is the way to go because that's the way everybody's doing things nowadays, and that's the most cost effective.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, and then vinyl's making a comeback, so I mean, you could definitely do some stuff on vinyl as well.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's true. That is true. So that's something to keep keep in mind down the road, but. Uh, if anybody else is, if they're interested, I would do have a, uh, we do have Facebook page, you know, Facebook page, and then there is uh, Twitter. And uh, so if you just kind of search around, you can find all the information you need. It's out there.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> absolutely. All right. Well, <clears throat> Rob, unless there's anything that I didn't bring up that you wanted to chat about, I just wanted to thank you for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast.
2: Well, I appreciate being on. Thank you very much for having me.
0: Have you signed up for the newsletter yet?
1: Yes!
0: Okay, good. If you didn't know there's a newsletter, head over to ca, and if you can't find it, then I'm sorry. It's er- it's everywhere, man. But uh, anyway, hopefully you just found your new favorite band in Rich Kid Express. Big thanks again to them for coming on, and sharing their music with us, make sure to head over to www.therockmiddlepodcast.ca. That's nice! Not-
1: you're supposed
0: to say www.the www.therockmetalpodcast.ca that like that. To get all the information on the show you just heard today. And Until then, rock on, man! Rock on, man! We gotta keep that outro.